Hello and welcome to Two Kids and Not Counting, here with Parker and Alexa, episode 3, 17 and pregnant. Why did you call me Alexa? Isn't that what you're supposed to go by on here? No, you call me Alexa, or you call me Lexi on I know. every podcast. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't care, it's just really weird. Okay. <laughs> you never call me Alexa. Take two. You are here with Parker and Lexi for episode 3. 17 and pregnant. The very interesting story of how we found out <laughs> we were pregnant. Well, and Lexi disclaimer, was, do not judge us on this situation. We were like very young and we didn't know what to do. And we didn't want to tell my parents like if, it, if I wasn't pregnant. So <laughs> we probably took a little bit of an unconventional route that I will never recommend to anyone. So, but we'll get into that. Yes. So, this past episode, we went through the crazy move that I went through from Nebraska to Arizona, moving in with Lexi's family, everyone under the same roof. And just as things started to get normal, I was working, Lexi was in school, um, her senior year of high school, and then things got weird (laughs) um yeah I don't even know where you want to start so I guess we conceived Adeline like a few days before Thanksgiving um of 2016 yeah yeah November um but I was on birth control I was on the pill form of birth control so my periods sometimes just would never come and sometimes they were late and they were very irregular just because of the fact that I was on birth control. Um, now granted I tried to take it as, <laughs> as on schedule as possible, but clearly that didn't always happen. And you know, if you take one pill off schedule, it, it just jacks the whole thing up. So, um, I didn't get my period, but I didn't think that that was weird at first because I, you know, I normally didn't get my period, but I was like, maybe we should buy a test just in case. Um, and we bought a test and it was negative. And then we waited a few days and we tested again and it was still negative. But after that, probably what, like a week or so went by and I still hadn't gotten my period at all. Yeah. And then we went to... It was like a Christian, like family... Family, family emergency place. It wasn't planning. It was like a, it was like a family helpline place for like people that were. It was a private Christian Planned Parenthood. Yeah, but didn't obviously didn't agree do, with abortion. Yeah, so they like basically did like cost free pregnancy tests, STDs, all that kind of weird and stuff. like counseling like family planning counseling yeah. and so we we found them on google and we just one they night they had good reviews well yeah they, they didn't do anything wrong um, well i don't i don't think the <laughs> well their their test so we went one night we filled out all the paperwork and we took the test there and filled it was, out the paperwork honestly honestly yeah which 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 will be a factor in, later in the story yeah so we obviously <laughs> put down all of our information our ages me what being 18. Me being 17. Lexi being 17. So we, I'm sure you can see where this is going, but <laughs> um, we took the test. They said it came back negative, so we just left. 
Went home. Went home. We figured like, oh great, like we're parents. not pregnant. We're out. We're in the clear. We told them we were probably like out getting dinner, or doing something. Yeah, I mean they didn't home. really monitor us like being out. Yeah, I mean I was a senior. He was graduated. He worked full time. So I mean, what really were we? Gonna yeah, do? we were. We, we were slept in the out. same house. It's not like we were going out of the house. Like yeah, six. I mean we could do that. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like. So then we're just hanging out in the house. Everybody's chilling. It was probably about two hours later. Yeah, it's like eight or nine o'clock at night, and the doorbell rings. <laughs> Lexi's dad goes and answers it, and it's a fucking cop. Yeah, my dad is the only one that answers the door, and like in my parents' house, generally, just you know, big he's, dude. He, yeah, he has a you know a safety thing about answering doors so he's the only one that ever really answers the front door unless obviously he's not home so of course it rang everyone ignored it and he went and answered the door and it was a police officer asking for you was it yeah as for you specifically i think so yeah and my dad was like parker there's a a police officer here asking for you and my and my dad asked what for yeah because we were like what why and so my dad was like, can I, can I ask what this is regarding? And the police officer, oh my God, I don't even, do you want to say what he said? Because I don't even like distinctly remember. Something along the lines of there was a pregnancy test done for a minor where the potential father listed was not. And legally in the Keep state of mind, Arizona. We're less than a year apart. Yeah. No, we're a little over. A, a little, year. sorry, yeah, a yeah, little like, over a year. Probably. I'm like 14 months older, um, and legally in the state of Arizona, the place we went to had to report it to the local authorities because she was a minor and I was not, and the police are required to follow up with the parties involved and be sure, be sure that everything was. Legal. Yeah, and it was crazy. So my mom, the second she heard, because she was standing kind of by the door to hear what the cop said, the second she heard pregnancy test, she said, what the fuck? And then, like, ran back to her bedroom. Like, you could tell she was so pissed. Because obviously I was the only minor in the house, so it was obviously me. And my dad, he handled it so chill. He was just like, okay, well, that minor is my daughter, and this is her boyfriend. They're in a serious relationship. He lives at my house. Um, so, and the, the officer was just like, I just need to know that she gave consent and blah, blah, blah. So obviously I had to literally go tell the police officer in front of my dad oh my God. that I gave my 18 year old boyfriend consent to have sex with me. And then I had to tell my parents that the pregnancy test was negative. And it, it really only was a thing for like that night. I mean, after that night, I feel like everyone was just like, I don't even want to remember this. Like, let's just move on. It was so bad. It was so bad. I just, as soon as like. Uh, we just went back to Lexi's bedroom, and I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm getting kicked out. I'm getting kicked out. I'm getting kicked out. Yeah. It was awful. It was so bad. I so, was horrified. Yeah. So, anyway, it was negative. It was. And about mm. a week later, we left for Lincoln. No, maybe a little more than a week later. A yeah. few weeks later. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later, we left to go back to Lincoln. Um, it was We're right visiting. after Christmas, I think we went back. Or was it before? It was before. It was so like we early went, December. No. We remember we spent... Christmas Eve with your family and then Christmas with mine. Remember, we went over yeah. the first few days of Christmas yeah, with your right. family and then we spent like actually Christmas Day with mm-hmm. my family. So it was the very end of December, and obviously I didn't think I was pregnant because the test was negative and we hadn't taken any more tests. Everyone just kind of forgot about it. 
We went back to Lincoln. We had a great time. Still no period. Still no period. But at this point, I'm going to test a negative. I figured it was just my birth control. Um, and then you... So, yeah. You brought it up with your mom. You're like, hey, it's been a couple months now. Well, it's no, no. So I had already been having um, pretty severe ovarian cysts. That's right. For a while. Um, the ovarian cysts run in my family. Um, they are actually pretty dangerous in my family. They've gotten bad enough that um, people in my family have had to have like serious surgeries and stuff because of them. Um, so mine got pretty bad. Right when I, I think right about when I moved to Arizona. So yeah. my mom was having me go to um, a gynecologist to have that monitored. So I was getting ultrasounds every about six weeks of my ovaries to make sure that I wasn't having any kind of complications with my ovarian cysts. Um, <laughs> so early January, I, um, one of these appointments, Checkups. ultrasounds came up and, you know, me still being that person, I, I didn't think I was pregnant and we went and did the ultrasound and I couldn't see anything on the ultrasound, obviously, cause I was laying down and the tech had it like turned away from me, but my mom could see it cause she was sitting like next to the ultrasound tech and before you get your ultrasound, they ask you, like, is there any chance you'd be pregnant? Just just to verify. And obviously, I was like, no. Because there was, like, I was dead serious. I did not think I was pregnant. And at one point, you could just see, like, the tech was, like, staring, like, oh, my fucking God. She's fucking pregnant right now. And, like, my mom, you, she's had two kids. She knows what an ultrasound looks like. And she could see the screen, too. So... She was, she knew then and there that I was pregnant, but she obviously wasn't going to say anything. Um, and the tech, while I was getting the ultrasound said, I just want to ask you one more time, just, just be careful. Just be sure. I'm not sure if I asked you this already. Are you sure there's no, you're, there's no way you could be pregnant? And I was like, oh fuck. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> At least I don't think so. Because <laughs> by this point, my parents obviously knew we were having sex. So it wasn't the point that I didn't want my mom to know that we were having sex. It was just that. And Parker's parents knew we were having sex. Because Parker's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> my parents found a used condom in my nightstand. When we were dating. And his uh, mom thought it would be a good idea to confront him about it while I was standing next to him. I was, she wouldn't let us go in my bedroom. And I was like, what the fuck, mom? Why are you doing this all of a sudden? And she's like, I found a used condom in your nightstand. I was, like, oh, I was so mad at Parker. I was like, why the fuck did you not throw that away? Like, uh, what is wrong with you? There's so many other things that you could have found, and that was the thing. Right. Come on. Yeah, but anyway, so his mom knew way before <laughs> my parents knew that we were having sex. Um, but, yeah, anyway, back to the point. So... The doctor, the ultrasound tech was like, all right, well, I'll send your ultrasound results over to the doctor and they'll call you back within like two to three days. Fine. Okay, cool. My mom knew, but she wasn't going to say anything because she wanted it to be confirmed with the doctor before she brought it up. And about two to three days goes on and me and Parker are sitting in my bedroom watching a movie. Like the lights on and everything. Like we were just sitting there, literally just sitting on my bed watching a movie and both my parents knock on my door and, like, come in and we're like, we need to talk with you guys. And immediately, Parker and I knew. Oh, no, we took a pregnancy test. It was a few days yes. before. No, no, so we took a pregnancy test between the ultrasound and my parents telling us that I was pregnant because 
we were, I was worried. I was like, Parker, I think I'm pregnant because they literally saw it. Like, I'm almost positive they saw it on this ultrasound. So we went and bought a, a pregnancy test, and we were so expecting it to be negative. I don't know why. That was really dumb of us. But I took the test. Parker was sitting in my room, and I came out holding the test, and I was like, Parker, like, I'm fucking pregnant. Positive as fuck. And literally the next day, it was the next day that my parents came in and told us and I I wasn't going to bring it up to my parents because I knew that they were already going to bring it up to us because there was no way that this doctor wasn't going to call minor. my mom. Your yeah, cuz the doctor the doctor can't call couldn't call me cuz I'm a minor, so my mom had to consent to everything and all of my medical information went through her. So, doctor called my mom, told my mom that I had no ovarian cysts, but however, I was pregnant. So, my parents sat us down in our my bedroom, told us that I was pregnant and it was just like a flood of emotions. Like, my mom cried. My dad cried. Parker, neither Parker and I cried, nor I cried, because we both knew. We found out the day before, and I think that's when it really all hit us. So, yeah. we were just kind of sitting there, like... Honestly, I think we felt stupid. Yeah. Oh, that... I, and, I think it's... Yeah, and the biggest... At that exact moment, that was probably the biggest thing that I felt. Like, yeah. How... How? How did we, how did we let it happen? Yeah, and... I also just, I could see the disappointment in my parents' faces, and obviously, if it, you all know what it feels like when your parent tells you I'm disappointed in you. It is the worst feeling ever, and they never verbally said it, but... We knew. We knew. And it was hard. Yeah. It sucked a lot. So, that got awkward. My parents left, um, left my room, Parker and I just... We honestly just hugged, and I think after they left, we kind of cried, because it realized we realized, like, this is really getting real. And my mom made an appointment with an OBGYN, and we I'm didn't sorry. tell Parker's parents yet. We wanted to go to the OBGYN first, but um, I don't want this to get, like, political or anything like that, but Parker and I, personal views is Parker and I personally are pro-life, and that's us. Like, we ourselves would not ever get an abortion. Like, I would never get an abortion. I'm not saying that I don't choose that other women can have abortions. I'm not saying that. I'm not going to get into that. But me and Parker personally are pro-life. Um, so uh, abortion wasn't even an option. Um, we had already talked about, like, what if we accidentally got pregnant? Because we knew, obviously, we were sexually active. That was something we were scared about. We talked about, like, we're not giving a baby up for adoption. Like, if for some reason we get pregnant, that is our problem that we created, knowing what sex creates... And we're not going to just throw away our problem. We're going to we're gonna handle it like adults and we're going to take it on. And we did. And my mom knew I was pro-life um, in my own aspect, again. Um, and uh, my mom is pro-choice. She's And again, it doesn't matter if you're pro-life or pro-choice. That's not the moral of the story. I'm not getting political here. It's just my mom is all for pro-choice, you know. And I personally, I did not want to get an abortion. And my mom knew that. But in the car, she's, she's still brought it up you know like have you thought about an abortion and I was like absolutely not like that's not even an option and she went into like Lexi like how are you gonna do this you're 17 years old and this is on the way to the first OBGYN appointment and then she was like well what about adoption and I was like why are you asking me all these questions right now like we haven't even gone to the doctor yet she's like because the doctor's gonna ask you all these questions and I want you to be prepared so and I was like no adoption on option if I'm pregnant Parker and I are going to keep the baby and we're going to raise the baby together and that just kind of ended the conversation there. We kind of just rode to the doctor in silence. Had my first appointment, got my first ultrasound, did some blood tests. 
I was pregnant. <laughs> um, and on the way home from the doctor's appointment, I've never even told Parker this before. Because uh, I, I have shut I have shut this out of my mind because it was just such a scary point in my life that I have literally, like, until I start talking about it, I forget all this happened. But on the way home from the doctor's appointment, my mom told me that she respected my opinion to not get an abortion. She said that she's going to give us all the support in the world. And she said straight up to my face, I would be a lot more scared about you keeping the baby if I didn't know that the man that you got pregnant with was going to stay no matter what. She said that to me straight up to my face. She told me that she knew that Parker was not the kind of guy that was just going to up and leave because I got pregnant. Because she knew him. He lived in her house. So she told me that straight up. I'm just like, I am proud of you for making the decisions you made. I'm obviously disappointed that, you know, this is happening. But I want you to know that no matter what you do, your dad and I are going to support you through everything. And let's just let's just keep this to our family for now. We'll talk about, you know, how we want to go about telling Parker's family and how we want to tell your sister and all that. But I, I like, and as we got out of the car, she like came over to me and she's like, I'm, I promise you I'm going to support you every step of the way. And she like gave me a hug and we both like bawled. And then we went inside. It's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't. Live on the air. I don't, I don't tell this story because it was so hard for both of us. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, now I'm going <clears> to <throat> just mute this mic and cry for a few minutes. If that doesn't tell you how much respect my parents have for Parker and how much love my parents have for Parker, then I don't know what does. The fact that I was 17 years old and got quote-unquote knocked up by my (laughs) 18-year-old boyfriend and she wasn't even the slightest bit concerned that he was going to leave. That that never once came across her mind because she knew he wouldn't. So, yeah. So everything kind of just calmed down from there. I mean, I obviously had scheduled doctor's appointments, but in the very beginning of your pregnancy, you go quite a while between doctor's appointments. Um, you don't really have to go super frequently until you get further along. So we honestly just like let it be for a while. I mean, obviously everyone in my family knew I was pregnant, but my sister didn't know. My sister and her boyfriend didn't know. My mom and dad really wanted to just keep it between the four of us until I was 12 weeks, which wasn't very long because I found out I was pregnant. found out so late. I was like 10 weeks pregnant already when I found out because I did have an ovarian cyst when I got pregnant, which it was hiding the pregnancy. Yeah, it was it, it was, was it was it was creating false yeah. negative tests. The doctor explained it really well and you know how why we were getting so many negatives and stuff, but it was just because I had an ovarian cyst when I got pregnant, which caused a false negative until that ovarian cyst ruptured when the baby like the sac got big enough that it ruptured my cyst and then that's when I started getting positive tests. Yeah. So yeah. Science. Um so then we made it past 12 weeks. Um, we How did your sister find out? We remember my sister was also pregnant. Oh, she she was she My was sister was secretly pregnant my sister and way was farther along. Also secretly pregnant and about two and a half months farther along than I was and she wasn't telling she my hadn't parents told either. Anybody. And my mom found out and I was in the kitchen when my mom found out and my mom goes, "Lexi, why don't you tell your sister your news then too?" So we both revealed to each other that we were pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So my mom, my poor mom's life was hell. (laughs) Um, Both of her unmarried children were pregnant by their boyfriends that were both (laughs) living living in their their house. house. 
<laughs> my parents were seriously uh, rethinking their decisions oh at this God. point in time. Anyway, um, the time finally came that we had to call Parker's parents and tell them the news. And this this part of the story is where it's going to kind of shut down for me because I was, and again, no hate towards anyone involved, no disrespect. We love everyone involved. But in this conversation between his parents, I was majorly disrespected and I was treated like a piece of garbage. And I'm going to cry just thinking about it because it is seriously, like I said, this situation I think is what made us take a hundred more steps back in our relationship with his parents because just, just what happened in the conversation. And we're not going to go into like exact verbiage and stuff because that's not, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, that's Parker's decision. It's his family. He chooses what he wants to share. I'm, I'm not going to reveal that stuff. Um, cause that's not my place, but it's not my story to tell. Um, but we've, we've gotten past that from now, but just so you guys know, if, if I'm not really talking very much during this part of the story, it's just because Anytime this situation gets brought up of, you know, telling his family and stuff like that, I I just shut down. So, Parker can go ahead and tell you how the phone call with his parents went. Um, I was secretly listening into the phone call, even though his mom had asked him on speakerphone, is Lexi in the room with you? And he said no, but he wasn't going to make me leave because none of us expected what was going to happen to happen. So... I was sitting there listening to the whole phone call, even though his mom thought I wasn't. Um, and his mom and dad were on speakerphone in the house. So Parker can describe that phone call because I've described how my parents found out. So however, like I said, wherever in depth he wants to go about, you know, what was said, what happened, that's up to him. But So we called them. Um, I didn't really beat around the bush at all. You just said I have something to tell you. I have you. something to tell you. And I think they knew. Yeah. And then like... Because they immediately got... I think my, I think my mom like as soon as I said that I think my mom started crying and knew what I was gonna say. Yeah. I said it and then I hear and I hear just audible like bawling, bawling from my mom, and like I, not even just like crying like hysterically like gasping for air like thinking she was gonna pass out. Bawling. Yeah, like bad, and I I was a jackass in high school i got in trouble a lot i got in trouble with a lot of different things and not like with the law with his parents not with the law with my parents yeah um i, I was always always clean with 12 uh, <laughs> as the kids might say okay um <laughs> yeah um but i got in trouble with my parents a lot for many different things and this was very clearly the most disappointed and upset they've been um, they were upset and angry and so many different things all at once. Their immediate reaction was giving me options on how to not have a baby at 18. Um, that was their immediate reaction. And I think I basically just, well, she's getting an abortion, right? Yeah. And it was like, are you kidding me? And I basically just shut it down, and I was like, "Well, no, we're we're gonna have the baby. Um, we're not putting it up for adoption. We're not terminating the pregnancy. We are going to prepare. We're gonna have a baby in August, and we're gonna be parents." 
and they were... Your dad handled it like a champ. Yeah, my dad's like, all right, well, you So need... did mine. It's just a dad thing. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> like, okay, well, um, you need to maybe look into a police department, um, firefighter, something Someone, like yeah. that. We're going to be... Um, a steady income. Making good money, um, steady income, quality benefits, the whole shebang. And I was like, okay, that's not a bad idea. I, did, I had thought about it. I was like, so we kind of, I think, made it clear that we were going to do it. Um, and that after we made it clear that we were going to do it, and Parker's dad got on the phone and talked about, like, well, this is these are the jobs you should look into. That's after him and his dad finished talking for a few minutes, that's when his mom got back on the phone. And that's where, like, all this stuff that, again, I'm leaving it up to Parker if you want to talk about it, went down. And so it was like his mom freaked out. His dad calmed, down, calmed her down told us basically, like, it's going to be okay. This is what you need to do. And then his mom got back on the phone. She pretty much blamed Lexi, um, said that she was trapping me, things like that, really hurtful um, things that... In, in hindsight, she, she asked if I was on, if I was in the room. And I, that should have just been a flag for me that I should have just left because I was in no position, especially being pregnant, to hear anything like that especially in the relationship that we already had currently with this family yeah i should have just left on my part that was my bad yeah and at this point i mean i our the relationship with my parents was still in a bad place we barely talked um they weren't supporting me in any way that they, they cut me off um we like Parker had nothing. He didn't have a car. He had nothing. I yeah. I a phone. That's I, that's I, I, All all my parents paid for. I was on my mom's ins- medical insurance still, and I they they were paying my phone bill. And other than that, I was one hundred percent on my own. Um, they didn't pay for a dime of anything else. So, the, it was really kind of a jolt reaction from my mom. Um, I I think. It feels like it was kind of all these emotions just spewing into word puke coming out of her mouth. Yeah, I don't think she meant it. I I don't think she did. I 100% believe that she did not mean it and that it was just a very scary thing for her. And it was just like... I don't want to say an overreaction because that makes her sound like bad or anything, but I think it no, was No, I think just that's like, an appropriate reaction for your 18-year-old yeah, son. exactly. Knocking up his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, so, I don't think yeah, she Yeah, I mean, it's it. just one of those things where everyone reacts differently. But at the time, I didn't know that she and, didn't mean and, it. Yeah, and at the time, it was just the where our relationship was at and so many emotions going on. It wasn't what we wanted to hear, what wasn't we, we wanted. We, being young and terrified... We were desperate to hear, like, the people that around us to tell us it was going to be okay. Like my parents And that was the opposite of what we got, which I think was the hardest part. Like, all we wanted to hear was, it's going to be okay. It'll be fine. And I think part of it, too, is that, obviously, after my parents got over the initial shock of it, and we were going to the doctor and stuff, like, my mom and dad both came around and said, you know, it's going to be fine. Like, it's going to be okay. This is, is, you know, it's going to work. It's going to be fine. And... We just expected, because my parents had that reaction, I guess we expected that after the first initial, like, five-minute shock, they would kind of just, like, realize, we're keeping the baby, that's that, and they would kind of just be like, okay, well, we're going to support you. That's what we were expecting, and... 
That's probably not what wrong, happened. Probably wrongfully so, because we didn't give them any time to, like... Yeah. Because my parents, I mean, obviously, it was, like, a few days later that I went to the OBGYN, and my mom hadn't... Me and my mom hadn't talked about it at all. Like, they refused to talk to us about it until I went to the doctor. Yeah. So they got, like, a good... I don't even know how long. It was, like, five days a week to, like, calm down from it, and then talk to us about it. Yeah. And... My parents, from there, it got pretty bad. We didn't really talk much. Bad. At all. Um, pretty much for the rest of the pregnancy. I mean, they would check in to see how Lexi was doing. I would say it was um, about 32 or 33 weeks that they kind of... Started to back. circle back around. I, I, I think it... I truly think it took that long for it to actually sink in what was happening. Yeah. Like, for them to realize, okay, this is real. Yeah. And as, as scary as it is, in six or eight weeks, we're going to have our first grandchild. I think they kind of realized that, that, and they were like, fuck. Yeah. We haven't... And we literally, like, I maybe talk to my parents once every two or three weeks. If that... And like, and that was like a short phone call or something just to check in. Like, it was the least I had ever talked to my parents in my entire life. I mean, life. we obviously like and still told to this them. day. Now I talk to my parents every day now. Yeah, we obviously told them like when we found out that Adeline was a girl, and like we told them all the like important stuff, like Parkwood, Texas, mom, tell them all the tell her all the important stuff, and that was really it. Yeah, and then, most of the conversation with your parents until they kind of came around was through text. I mean, yeah. it, it was mostly just short, quick texts and a few phone calls here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so finally towards the end, I think it sunk in. They realized, Oh my God, we're going to have a grandchild. We're going to have our first granddaughter. And they were, they, at that point they realized it and they made the conscious decision that there's not going to be anything that stops them from, Loving their first granddaughter, which they do. They love our daughter to death um, yeah. more than anything in the world. And they're amazing grandparents. Yeah. And I think even when they came back around at like 33 weeks, whenever it was, Parker and I were still both like really hesitant to jump back into like a relationship with them because they were wanting to jump back into a relationship with us. But an apology never happened. Um trying to communicate never happened and rightfully so on our part at that point in time it kind of felt like the only reason they were coming back was just because I was about to give birth yeah like and obviously they came around they took their time and we know now that that's not the only reason that they came back around but in the moment we were like literally the only reason they're talking to us now is because I'm about to have a baby yeah so yeah and and there were some minor complications towards the tail yeah. end of the pregnancy. Well, that was like three weeks after we started talking to his parents. Yeah. Again. So his and, mom was already like so kind of, she was texting me more. They were in the loop. We let yeah. her know when Like his mom was like one on one texting me. His grandparents had started talking to us again. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. Um, yeah, so my... Our kids have... My family, as upset as my parents were, my parents had me very young. My grandparents had my mom very young. I, my, our kids have uh, great grandparents in their 60s. Mm -hmm. 
And my my daughter Adeline's my my family side's great grandparents. Adeline's great grandma is eighty nine. Yeah. So that's that's just kind of if you want to do the math there, it's we were all pretty. It's it's a long line of having kids young. So and and I think that was part of the thing that hurt is. Oh well, you did it young. Why is this any different? Call, and, calling the kettle black. Yeah, that's what and, we felt. And in hindsight, it's we don't we want better for our kids. And and thinking about it, I would never want Adeline to be pregnant when she was seventeen. I want her to wait until she is out of high school, out of college, has experience, gets to do all the stuff that now I would never change. Anything I love my kids more than anything in the entire world, um, but there was stuff that me and Lexi didn't get to do. We didn't get to do the college, the, the traveling, the traveling, the studying abroad, all that shit that all of our friends have gotten to do and are still doing, and are still doing. And like we've both said, we never change it. But I, I want it differently for Adeline and, looking, and that's what they looking wanted. back that's what they wanted they, yeah. had, they had done the young kids thing and they wanted different for me and I get that now and my parents hadn't my my mom had my sister at 32 and had me at 36 yeah so my parents obviously and they got married at like 30 so my parents <laughs> they met each other late in life they got married late in life and they had kids late in life yeah. so there was no like early kids in my parents' family, but my dad is the last of five. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of kids in his family and my mom and my, his, her sister have like a nine, 11, I don't even know your age gap, like a huge age gap. So it was just like young kids wasn't really like a big thing on my side of the family, which is why I don't think my parents reacted that way as like, I want better for you because they hadn't done it. It was very new for them. Yeah. For my family, it wasn't like, it was... It was territory that multiple generations had explored, and my grandparents have done very well for themselves in life. My parents do very well, and I think in their thought process was, if we've done as well, if, if our kids wait a little bit longer, think of all the things that they'll do. Yeah. And now we've, we did it. We did it young, and we're, we're doing very well, which is is awesome and my parents know that now and like you've said many times so all this being said the any relationships have been mended where as close yeah. with my parents and Lexi's parents as ever we there our kids have four of the most amazing grandparents in the entire world that's awesome it fucking rocks um but yeah so there was it was very intense for a while yeah. with my parents. Yeah. Um, it was it was kind of crazy. Um, I think a big thing that is key in this whole story is that forgiveness and trust are very real things. It's really easy to lose trust and really hard to gain. And it's also really hard to forgive someone when they treat you so poorly. Um, and I'm not just saying that it was just Parker's parents that treated me poorly because... Obviously, my mom came around a lot faster, and when I told her, like, no, I'm absolutely not getting abortion, that was end of conversation. She never mentioned it again. But I was still hurt because she knew my feelings, and she still brought it up anyway. So I had to forgive her for that. But moral of the story, I would say on my part, and probably Parker's as well, is that 
especially in a family situation, everyone is going to take news, especially news like that, differently. And things are going to probably be wrongly said. And just learn to forgive. Because I can't even imagine had we have not forgiven... Forgive. <laughs> Sorry. I'm burping. um had had all this not happened i mean parker if we had chose not to forgive them we wouldn't have the relationship that we do with them today and we facetime his parents almost every single night adeline loves facetiming them she gets so excited when they get on the phone so you know definitely forgive i will never say forgive and forget because forgetting a situation like that i personally do not think is ever right because it'll always hold a place in your life. But, you know, things happen. Things are wrongly said, especially in a family dynamic. You don't ever want to push the people out of your life that love you, even if they have done something wrong. Yeah. So it was that the first month or so after finding out was very intense. And then it got... Oh, yeah. I hit it from my entire. I was I was a senior in high school. So about January, you found out, and you were due to graduate in May. Yeah, I graduated. Five. I graduated May thirty first, literally the last day of May, and not a single person in my school except for my one singular friend at no two two people knew my neighbor and my one singular friend at my high school knew that I was pregnant. That's it. And the day after, like what was two days after I graduated. We went to... We were in New Mexico with my grandparents. His grandparents... Just went on a little weekend getaway. No, they, it was my graduation present from them. That's right, They it took was. us to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we announced it then. I put on one of we, those pregnancy tight dresses, and we took a picture, and which... she was very clearly you, six months yeah, pregnant. If you followed us on Instagram, you know this picture, because everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because literally <laughs> days before, she posted her, like... A graduation picture. She's in her cap and gown. She's in a dress. With her parents and me. And you could not and tell. you could not tell at all. There was nothing. I hit it Three so days later, well. she's in a pregnancy dress. And she is pregnant as shit. Like, Just so big. The most unbelievable baby bump. It was adorable. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? What the fuck? I mean, some people. We're not going to get into that. But some little asshole from Lincoln found out. You know who you are. Fuck you. Yeah, some little asshole from Lincoln found out somehow and decided that it was his business to share my news, which I'm sure he regrets now because he got a very disgusting message in his DMs on Instagram. and Wasn't countered personally by me, which he also regretted. Yeah. Um, so just just moral of the story, don't fuck with people in that way. Come on. like be a, He was like a sophomore too. Mm, no, he was a senior because he was a year younger than me and I was graduated at this point. So he was in my grade? No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was in my grade? Yeah. Oh, what a fucking prick. I know. Yeah, totally. Okay, prick. anyway, so some people in Lincoln knew, but it still stayed pretty contained. Yes. Um, at that point, it was still just a rumor. Because that dude thought he was fucking hot shit, but no one really knew who he was anyway. So people were like, no, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not believing that. Yeah. And then it happened and people were like, no, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> And then we were the talk of small town Nebraska for a while. I I remember like after we posted it, just every day I would wake up and I would have like 20 or 30 follower requests on Instagram. Yeah. People were like, 
uh what what now the and now that we're doing yeah and now that we're doing podcasts some of those people that first followed us when we posted our pregnancy announcement are the people that are like dming me saying like i have followed your guys's journey from the start and i love that you're doing this podcast now because i'd love to hear this it's so crazy these are people we've never met in our life yeah like we've never personally met them they're from the same town as us so, you know, obviously through, like, mutual friends and stuff, we, you know, we can kind of connect the dots, but we've never personally met them. So it's just crazy that all of these people followed our journey for so long and we had no idea. Yeah. Like, we didn't know that people were following our journey. Like, we just thought it was people wanted to see that I was pregnant and that was it, but... People stuck around and watched the tornado that is our life. But that was it. just the everyday life of watching her hide it as she goes to school just it being may in arizona 100 degrees i she was, was in, oh my god I was she was in leggings and leggings. a baggy long sleeve oh, t-shirt so i was wearing my dad's t-shirt oversized, to school oversized my dad, hoodies my dad he at that time he was like a air quotes like professional power lifter and so he was obviously a huge man so he's not overweight in any way but his shirts were like triple xl because of how big he is so i was wearing his clothes to try to continue hiding my pregnancy because can you imagine the new girl at school gets pregnant by a guy that everyone at her school thinks is 26 years old because the people that i did interact with at my school my my senior year were like why are you dating like a 25 year old and i was like he's literally 18 you're older than me i just (laughs) i started growing facial hair at a young age by the time i was 18 I had a full beard. I've had one since. Yeah. I have long hair. It, I just look older. Most people think And I had already gone through hell at that school. That school treated me like shit. And they treated me so poorly. The assistant principal um, almost got a uh, knuckle to the face by my dad. And he got... Man, he was a dick. And I called him straight up to his face, a fucking asshole, and walked out of the room when he was yelling at me one day. He pulled me into the office just to yell at me to tell me I was getting bad grades. That's literally... like. Why? What What was your point for this? Why? He was mm, Mr. Green. That's his name. If you want to go fuck him up. His no, name was Green. <laughs> we can't. No, we have to bleep that. That's so... We can't... But no one knows what high school I went to? Yeah, I guess it's just a color. We'll call him Mr. Green, but it could have been Mr. Actually, Brown. Actually, was that his name? I honestly don't think it was, to be honest with you. No, I honestly... No, I'm seriously curious. Like, I don't remember. His, maybe it was a color. I don't know. We're not going to tell you his real full name because that would be wrong. Of I'm us. pretty sure he's and retired right now because he's old. And we're not going to do that because we are past this, right? No. No. Every okay. day we drive, every time we drive by that high school, I flip it off. She does. It's true. Um, they treated me like shit. And my family like shit. Yeah. It was bad. Even some of the teachers. Like, I had a good amount of teachers there that were just super nice. And then I had a few teachers that literally made my parents come in for... Um, a meeting with them to tell them that I wasn't doing good enough in school. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You had all, all A's and B's, too. Like, I know. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with these people. They just, like, literally hated me. I, yeah, I, there was multiple, literally, I was sitting there crying at one of these meetings with the teacher and my two parents, and my mom just, at this point, she was so fed up that literally to the teacher's face, she was like, what is wrong with you? Why would you say this in front of my daughter? What is the point of this? She's getting good grades. She's passing your class. If there's a reason that I need to be in here, then you're not going to need to give me a valid reason because I'm not going to sit here, listen to you belittle my daughter for no reason, and then get away with it. It's not happening. I'm done and we're leaving. And my mom walked out. It was bad. 
Yeah. So just this is another reason why we don't want to live in Arizona because the schools in Arizona are shit. Minor tangent there, but yes, she was pregnant. Just to tell you, like, why I did not want my school finding out I was pregnant. Yes. Because they had already treated me so poorly that they probably would have kicked me out. They probably would have been like, you're setting a bad example for our students and you're not coming back. That's probably something they would have done. Sounds illegal. I don't think they can do that. I think they can do that. I'm pretty sure they can. They probably would have found a, found a reason to expel me for some godforsaken reason that they made up and pulled out of their asses. <clears throat> well, um, yes, but we managed to hide it. it was no crazy. one found out except the two people that she told. Um, Which one of those people was my neighbor that was a freshman when I was a senior at the same high school? Like, literally my next-door neighbor, and I took her to school and home from school mm-hmm. every day. So, obviously, she was we, great. Were, we were She's really awesome. good friends with her. Shout so. out Rachel. <laughs> so she knew and then my other friend Carly which Carly is amazing Carly is she never judged me for it she told me multiple times that she thinks starting family young is so cool and like she can't wait to like meet our kids and be a babysitter and she you know the two people that I told I trusted with my heart and they kept that trust and that would just meant the world to me so if you guys are watching this I love you you guys are amazing thank Shout you out Carly. <laughs> yeah and uh, I didn't really tell anyone from Lincoln. I don't think. No, I don't think you did either. Um, yeah, and, and then I, I told, I told one person. I told my, my best friend, um, Hunter. And he was a, he was so good about it. He was, yeah, he was awesome. He was like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Of course, he was like, what? Yeah. I was <laughs> fucking with him at first. <laughs> For good reason, my God. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it was. It's definitely interesting. Through all this, we were. Again, I do not promote. Getting pregnant as a teenager. Please. Yeah. Cover your willy. Wrap your willy. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Is that uh, it? I don't know. Use a goddamn condom, people. <laughs> They're so inexpensive. Don't, don't use the pull-out and pray method. It doesn't work. Yeah, don't do that. Just, <laughs> just wrap it up. Just fucking wrap it up. Or just don't have sex. Yeah, just keep it in your... <laughs> Fucking pants. Okay, we can't dogs. say that. We're literally 20, year, 20 and 21 years old with two kids. That's a good point. You're 22. I am 22. That's crazy. I, sometimes, I think we said I was 21 <laughs> to start this. I'm 22, people. I've been 22. Wait, no, I think we said we were tw- you were 22. I don't think so. I don't know. I think the description podcast says 21. No, it says... I'm, it says 21. No, it says 21 and 22. It does. It says 21 and 22. You're not, 20, 20, you're not 21 yet. But I just put it in there because why do I want to go and edit that in five days when I turn 21? Good point. I think it says 21 22. Well, in case... <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm this 20... is such a long episode. I know, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> rambling at this point. But yeah, so in all of this, we managed to survive teen pregnancy. We did a lot of prepping. Have you ever seen the commercials of like the first baby versus second baby so true. stuff? <laughs> it's the most... It's the truest thing ever we were... We did so much prep with Adeline. We'll do an episode on it. Yeah. What it's like to prepare for your first child. And with and Theo. all the shit you have to buy. Yeah, but with Theo, I had him four weeks early due to severe complications that I personally was having with myself. Like, I, I had severe preeclampsia, so I had him four weeks early, and we had, like, nothing. Like, we, my we mom like, and dad we went out shopping. My, because it was a boy, it was a girl to a boy, so we didn't have, he couldn't just go down lines clothes. I know. So my mom and my sister went and bought baby clothes. My parents were out buying like 
rockers and swings and like all this shit because all we, had we bought had was like two boxes of diapers <laughs> we bought nothing else and everything else we're like well damn the other one is still pretty tiny we probably have enough shit laying right. around that'll work right so it, the second baby syndrome was very real but we'll do a podcast on what's like preparing for i also was first. very sick so i just had no i couldn't get up and yeah. do anything yeah so it was it was interesting but we we survived that 17 and pregnant phase it was so wild wild it was a <laughs> roller coaster of so many different things it was so fun it was the middle of summer and you were so fucking hot oh my god, it was awful. oh my god shout out to the doctors too that delivered me the doctors and nurses obviously they know your age because they have, see your chart they have to make sure they know like your age and your weight and all that stuff just for medical reasons and none of them ever treated me any differently because I was a kid. Well, the ER triage, the triage doctor did, and I wanted to sue that, his ass off, because... We went to a different hospital. He was an asshole, yeah. We we ended up, we the first hospital we went to, the ER, the triage nurse was such an asshole that we, that was the hospital that my original doctor was at, because my doctor is like in a, like they have multiple different locations, and each location delivers a different hospital, and I've been going to the location that I was going to deliver at this first hospital, but because that doctor was so rude, and also he um, violated HIPAA violations, which I could have sued him for, but I didn't. Anyway, um, because it was such a bad experience, we went to a different hospital where I had no idea any of the doctors delivered with the doctors you've never met in your life. So they were still was... from the same practice, just from a different location that I had never met, never been to, never been to this hospital. We had toured the hospital that I was going to originally deliver at. We had never even stepped foot in this other one. But it was so bad that we went to this other one, and we are so glad we did because they treated us so well. And Parker was a champ through it. He cried harder than I did. There was a lot of crying. We'll go through. We'll do childbirth too. That's a he watched. It's a fucking roller coaster, people. Parker literally watched a baby. That that was yeah. We'll we'll do it. I don't know why you did that. I we'll we'll get into it. Okay, this episode is gonna be like an hour long. I know that's what I'm saying. Anyway, people, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Kind of (laughs) bird through content episode three. We will we'll touch on preparing for your first baby, what childbirth is like from the baby perspective, from the dad perspective. Who's just sitting there freaking the fuck out? Has no idea what's happening. You were snoring half the time. Oh my god, I didn't sleep a lot. It yeah, was, it was the middle of the night. Every my mom, uh, my mom and my water broke yeah, at nine o'clock at me night. And your dad had spent the whole night drinking, and her water broke at nine p.m. And I was like, "Fuck!" fuck no, fuck. he was so sleeping good. already when my water broke. So I came in to w- wake him up after I ran to the bathroom because my water broke in our bed. I ran <laughs> to the bathroom and I woke him up, and he was like, "Are you sure you didn't just pee yourself?" Straight up, this man asked me if I peed myself. Yeah, I did ask that. That's a real question. Um, so we'll get into that. Anyway, all we need those to wrap fun this up. stories. Um, that'll be later on. I hope you all enjoyed hearing the hellhole or <laughs> craziness that is being seventeen year old, seventeen and eighteen year old, seventeen years old and eighteen years old and pregnant, um, and the many different complications that come with that. Um, and I, I just want to jump on jump in real quick and say thank you guys so much for the response to our first two episodes. You guys are amazing. I still get DMs every day from people that I've never met and didn't even know not to be mean like existed that followed me. Some of them I didn't even follow back. They just followed me. 
and just the kind messages and people just like, I literally love listening to these. Like, these are the best things ever. Like, thank you guys. We love the support. Like, it means the world to us. We'll keep doing them. Even if you guys stop listening, these are fun for Parker and I, so we're going to continue. Yeah. So, episode three today is... April 26th. Saturday. You guys will get this Sunday morning. Um, We'll probably come to some kind of schedule now that we've knocked out a couple back-to-back. Yeah, we wanted to get three up quick. We'll we'll knock out a schedule. We'll probably do this two times a week, give Mm -hmm. you guys something to listen to. Um, Five-star review. We'll get it up on Apple as soon as we can. If you've been listening, you've probably been using Spotify. Um, Continue to do that. As soon as it's on Apple, we'll let you know. Five-star review. Leave some comments. Our DMs are open. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what we're doing wrong. We're great at taking feedback. If you have suggestions, why not? Let me know. If it sucks, I'll tell you. Um, If I suck, tell me. (laughs) And we'll work from there. Um, But until next time, for Parker and Lexi, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. You know the drama is never ending. Don't let it get the best of you.